Today we come to 1 Timothy 4, and we'd like to start with verse 6, uh, because verse 6 begins a section which actually goes to the end of the chapter on a good minister of Christ. Verse 6 says, If you lay these things before the brothers, you will be a good minister of Christ, Jesus, being nourished with the words of the faith and of the good teaching which you have closely followed. Uh, first of all, a minister of Christ does not mainly denote a minister who belongs to Christ, even though this is true, but it's a, it, the emphasis is on a person who ministers Christ to others. Um, and as a minister that minister, as a person that ministers Christ to others, Paul says that they're nourished with the words of the faith. It doesn't say that they were taught, but they were nourished with the words of the faith. So if we would minister Christ to others, we ourselves must first be nourished. Being nourished with Christ, we shall have Christ as a kind of a life supply to minister to others. Uh, then I would say this, that not only do we need to be nourished, but as we are teaching others, as we're speaking to others, we need to exercise our spirit to minister the spiritual food that they may be nourished. If we do this, we'll be a good minister of Christ. In verse 7, Paul goes on to say, but the profane and old womanish myths refuse and exercise yourself unto godliness. This exercise comes from the Greek word for gymnastics or gymnast, gymnasticize yourself. You need to exercise until there's godliness. And, you know, you could also say with a view to godliness. Well, in order to understand this phrase, exercise yourself unto godliness, we have to ask, what is godliness? And we know from 1 Timothy 3.16 where it says, without contradiction, Without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh. You know what? When God is manifest in the flesh, there is godliness. We could say that godliness is just Christ lived out of us as the manifestation of, of God. And today, where is this Christ? Well, this, this very Christ today is the Spirit dwelling in our spirit. And by our spirit, with the indwelling spirit, we have to exercise ourselves under this goal, under the expression of God. And as we exercise ourselves under the, unto godliness, there's an exercise of our spirit to live Christ in our daily life. So as ministers of Christ, two things we have to take care of. Inwardly, we need inward nourishment. Outwardly, we should have godliness, a living which is the expression of God. Then as we go on in verse 12, Paul tells his young co-worker, let no one despise your youth. Yes, you're young, Timothy, but let no one despise it. How can this happen? By being a pattern to the believers in word, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. Paul was charging him to be an example in word, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity, no matter how young he was, he could be an example to the other believers. Then Paul goes on in verse 14 to say, Do not neglect the gift which is in you, which was given to you by means of prophecy with the laying on of the hands of the elders. And probably this was a some type of a teaching gift. But the fact that the gift was in you indicates that the gift mentioned here 
was not some type of outward endowment uh, by the economical spirit, but it was an inward ability of life to minister to others. Then in verse 16, Paul goes on to say, Take heed to yourself and to your teaching. Continue in these things. For in doing this, you will save both yourself and those who hear you. And in this verse, we see a great principle in God's economy. And that is that as we minister Christ to others, two parties are saved. The one speaking is saved, and the one receiving the speaking is saved. This is a great principle, and it really should encourage all of us to speak Christ to one another. You know, uh, you'll find that when you speak Christ in any meeting, whether it's a home meeting or a prophesying meeting or whatever, you'll find that that's the best meeting you were, that you've been to. Why is that? Because as you spoke Christ, not only were others being saved, you yourself were being saved. So isn't this wonderful to see that Timothy was charged to be a good minister of Christ, inwardly nourished, outwardly living out godliness, God manifest in the flesh, and and exercising that teaching gift that he could minister life to others. And in doing so, others would be saved and he himself would be saved.